What's going on? You're listening to Pick 6, another edition without Jeff Wall. Back on the IR, something's going on. He came to me before the show and says, I am dying. So, I, you know, I guess we'll uh, relay a call or something eventually. What do you put, what do you put on the injury report? Uh, Out. Yeah. Death? I guess death. Death? <laughs> yeah, tough day for uh, Jeff, I guess, uh, doing a bunch of editing. But uh, he'll tough it out. He'll be back next week, hopefully. But as always, I'm your host, Nolan Kangas. Bradshaw Furlong right in front of me. And, of course, behind the glass, that's your guy, David Crosby. Bradshaw comedy right off the bat. Yeah. I, I know he, I know David's gonna have his you know takes on this, but obviously you being a Patriots fan, Lamar Jackson, woo! He was your MVP, and you said a couple weeks ago I too. Did. You, you did say, yeah. who's you know if there's one team to knock off the Patriots, who's it gonna be? And you actually pick the Ravens, and they did just that. Lamar Jackson, seventeen for twenty three, hundred sixty three yards. He had a passing touchdown. You know he runs like crazy. So of course he scored on the ground uh, as well twice actually in a thirty seven twenty. Kind of a blowout mm-hmm. for those Ravens. What are your clear takeaways from the game? What disappointed you about the Patriots, and uh, what kind of you know shine for Lamar in that offense? What disappointed me was just kind of ha- not unprepared because Bill Belichick's always prepared mm-hmm. for every team, aside from the year they lost to the Dolphins in the Wildcat. <laughs> but it was it was maybe that just, like they didn't seem they they it didn't seem like they were ready for Lamar Jackson. It didn't seem like they were really ready for how much he was going to be running and how talented he was as a runner. Like Cal Vanoy just looked gassed when he was chasing him around. Like you could see it on his face when they kept like looking, like zooming in on him. He just looked exhausted. But I was I was really impressed by Lamar Jackson. Like I I told I was watching the game with some of my buddies, and I said before like they're like, oh, you obviously really want the Patriots to win. I was like, oh, of course I want them to win. But I was I th- I said it'd be really cool if Lamar Jackson was the guy to take down the Patriots this season, and like how historically great that defense has been, and he did. And he, he was really the driving force but behind that win. Obviously, the Ravens' defense looked really good. Tom Brady kind of showed his age a little bit as well. I think that'd be the other big disappointment for him is how just lackluster the offense was in that game. They they looked horrendous. And, and you know, I, I do agree with you. And I think what's cool about the Lamar Jackson story as well is last week I was venting nonstop. Oh, who's going to be better, Baker Mayfield or Sam Darnold? There's one guy we were forgetting about, yeah. and he's going to be the threat for Tom Brady and the Patriots moving forward, and that was mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson. You know, David, you're sticking on this Aaron Rodgers MVP tour, which you know definitely took a halt last week because he put up a dud. Are you sticking with that? Because Lamar shined, man. Yeah, you got to stick to your guns. But man, how about Lamar Jackson? Not bad for a running back, eh, boys? Um, I mean, that game was awesome. I was a little worried off the start when the Ravens hopped out to a 17-point lead mm-hmm. that it was going to be a dud. Um you know, you mentioned the offense, Bradshaw, being pretty bad. They look pretty good in the second quarter. Yeah. I got to say, I was getting some flashbacks of all those Patriots comebacks over the years. But yeah, they didn't have nearly enough to finish it off. Are you more concerned about, you know, this revolving door of receivers that's coming through New England? Or is it just the running game doesn't seem to have that identity and that that number one guy where, you know, last year, I think... Everybody knew the Patriots were a threat to pass out of the backfield to James White. That was their go-to guy. Sony Michelle obviously was the guy on the ground, but Michelle hasn't really impressed me this year, and no. I, I don't think anybody fears the run game. I, I would definitely say it's the run game more than the pass game for me because I, I think they can always get it done through the air. They'll they'll find ways, even if they can't. They don't have any anything at tight end this year. Ben Watson is. Uh, old and not that good anymore, unfortunately. But no, they always find a way to get it done through the air. Julian Edelman, I think the last five weeks, is in the top five in receptions and yards and targets. So they're finding ways to get it done through the air. It's definitely the run game where they're like just cycling through Rex Burkhead, just Sony Michelle not getting it done. Even Brandon Bolden's getting carries, and that's kind of worrisome when Brandon Bolden's getting involved in the offense. 
Yeah, it, Sony Michelle, we tried to bring this up a couple weeks ago and just saying when he gets touched, he goes down. Yeah. He barely breaks tackles, and I really liked him coming out of Georgia, but it looks like the uh, Pats made a mistake in the draft once again, taking him instead of his buddy Nick Chubb, yeah. right? Because right? Yeah. Nick Chubb's been tearing it up. You mentioned the offense, and obviously it was 17 nothing. It could have been even worse if mm-hmm. the Ravens didn't fumble twice, right? I know Edelman fumbled the one time, and obviously that led to a Marlon Humphrey long uh, scoop and score, but man, guys, are the Ravens now the favorites in the AFC? I don't think so, only because they're not consistent enough yet. Mm, I mean, okay. yeah, their highs are really, really high. When they're at their absolute best, I think they're capable of beating anybody. But like I've been bringing up all year, last year in the playoffs, that is still sticking in my head despite that huge, great performance from Lamar. I think he only threw low 20 passes in that game. There's no way they're going to get to the Super Bowl with him throwing 20 passes every game. That's just not going to happen. They're not going to get an early lead like that every single game and when you lose to the Browns and the way that they've looked already this season I think you still have some work on the consistency end yeah and you mentioned that obviously that playoff game against the Chargers and it was ugly but gotta give credit to Los Angeles they were a really good team right like mm-hmm. if it wasn't for the Chiefs they would have been the one seed yeah. right rain right? so I obviously I think Lamar has kind of developed a little bit better and has definitely looked better than he did last year to me, this is the best offense in football. You can't stop them on the run, right? Like 200 yards on the ground. No, and it's crazy to think. I, I what was the number? I, I believe it was something like no team in NFL history has obviously averaged more than 200 you know, yards on the ground. But even think of the olden days when all he did was run. Yeah. No one's averaged 200 passing yards per game and 200 rushing yards yeah. per game. And he, and you said it like Van Noy couldn't keep up with him. And I, I believe before the game when we talked about this, I said. Someone's going to have to shadow him. And it, it might be two guys. Yeah. And one of the best defenders looked bad doing yeah. it. And that's how electric he is. You can do speed option, read option, triple option, just quarterback draw up the middle. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's crazy. The thing I love so much about Jackson's running style is he's shifty and elusive. He doesn't... He doesn't seem to be like an overpowering runner. He's not like Cam Newton when he was rushing, dragging guys along with him. He's just so good at finding a tight little window when it seems like he's going to get swallowed up in the pocket and just boom, one cut and he's absolutely gone. I don't know if there's a defense today that can stop Lamar Jackson because like you said, we were talking before that game and I said, I can't wait to see what Belichick has cooked up for this game. I didn't think you could have a quarterback Mm -hmm. spy with Lamar Jackson. He's faster than everybody on the field and Bill's going to have to go back in the drawing room because the Ravens are definitely going to be there in the playoffs. Yeah, so obviously I'm going to stick with saying the Patriots are the, the top of the crop. I think they're still the best team in the AFC. I was fading away from Kansas City. I thought Houston was the second best team when we discussed this last week. And Houston obviously looked good and made Gardner Minshew look awful. But the Chiefs with Matt Moore, man, they looked made yeah. my Vikings look average good. Like it <laughs> didn't make, didn't make them look bad. It made the defense look really bad. But yeah, it's pretty crazy that Cleveland Browns game does stick out. I think whatever Harbaugh scripts up when it comes to playoff time, because yeah. I, I think we all know they're going to win the AFC North. Yeah. You can't throw it too much. And in that Browns game, he had three interceptions, correct? So I take your crossing routes over the middle, take your hooks. You, if you do three t- tight end sets, all the, one of those guys is going to be open. That's what I, I would do. Quickly, Crosby. 
Yeah, one of my favorite little things in the NFL, and Belichick has done this a few times, is I think if they faced off and he won the coin toss, he would choose to receive the ball and make the try to make the Ravens play from behind because mm. very similar to my team, the Dallas Cowboys, the Ravens are not built to play from behind. So that game went exactly the way Baltimore planned it. They jumped out to that huge lead. Lamar didn't have to throw it very much, and they just walked that win in. Despite the huge Patriots comeback, I don't think it was ever in question in the fourth quarter. So Bradshaw, obviously, I think you're probably going to stick with New England being the top team in the AFC, but is Baltimore second for you? Uh, I, would ha- I definitely would have them second. I, I've been just so impressed with like, how quickly they've been able to just revamp the roster and build around Lamar Jackson in basically one season. Like they, they, had him, they built it kind of around him last year, but they weren't really set at running back. Now you have Mark Ingram. You have speed on the outside with Marquise Brown, and their defense is still really good. I'm just so impressed with how the Ravens have kind of turned their whole system around and turned their whole like their franchise around to blow, to build around this game-changing talent in Lamar Jackson. He made the Patriots look slow. Like the Patriots mm-hmm. as a whole defense looked slow. They looked like they looked old basically. They looked like they weren't prepared to play in the, in this NFL even though we've seen that they can. It's just like Lamar Jackson is so good that he made that defense just look old and slow. I just want to say big props to Harbaugh because remember last season people were actually talking about him potentially getting fired and how crazy that is to think about that right now. He's one of the best coaches in the game and obviously they have a great partnership with the GM and the head coach there, but I think just having the gall to move on from Joe Flacco, the guy that got you a Super Bowl. Obviously, they probably did it a little bit too late, but they definitely put Jackson in before a lot of other franchises would have thrown him out there, and I think he deserves full credit for that move. All right, so let's move on to the team that was in Baltimore. Obviously, you know, I want to touch on Bill Polian saying that Lamar would never play quarterback, but the Indianapolis Colts. They have some injury problems, obviously. We we know that. We don't know who's starting at quarterback. I think Jacoby Brissett really wants to play, but it might end up being uh, Hoyer. And he didn't look too, too bad in that loss to Pittsburgh. It, that's just in my opinion. Obviously, you know, the pick six, he didn't see him in Fitzpatrick at all. But, man, T.Y. Hilton, he's out three to four. Yeah. And uh, Paris Campbell, how long is he out for now? Cause I, at I, least a few weeks. At least a few weeks. So he it's, fractured his hand, didn't he? Did he? I believe he fra- I believe that was. The I knew it was a hand. I didn't know it was. Woo. I believe he fractured his hand. So basically, they're running with Zach Pascal and Eric Ebron and Jack Doyle. It, it's it, this is going to be tough. It, obviously, that bad loss to Pittsburgh is Indianapolis still going to make the postseason? Uh that's tough. Mm-hmm. I, I I'm going to go with no because they're not going to win the division. I don't think they're going to beat up Houston for the division. And I don't think I don't think they're going to sleep, sneak into the wild card. I think just the injuries are going to overwhelm them. If they do, I, I'm st- my, my coach of the year pick looks pretty good. I think Frank Reich should definitely take it then. But oh yeah, I, I I can't see that. Like I I believe in the talent on that roster a lot, and I believe in Frank Reich that he can turn it around. I just don't know how you can overcome all these injuries on offense. Mm-hmm. Well, I think if they get their quarterback back and Brian Hoyer doesn't have to play more than maybe one game of fill-in duty, I think they have a pretty good chance, and it's all about the schedule. Doesn't it feel like this is the year of the schedule? Like, it's crazy how many teams you really have no idea whether they're legit or not, just based on the competition they've played. I think Indianapolis should win the majority of the games they have left. Miami, Jacksonville, Tennessee, Tampa Bay, and Carolina. I think they win all five of those games. They're going to be in tough at New Orleans in Week 15 and uh, against Houston as well. But I I think you can give them five wins. 
Whoa. Uh, <laughs> all right. Okay. So I, I don't think they're going to make the postseason. The reason for that, the Jags get Nick Foles back. This is still a pretty good defense, mm-hmm. a, a, as we know. And they, they were really bad against Houston. But again, Deshaun Watson, he's an MVP candidate. He's one of the best quarterbacks in football. In that week one, we didn't get a huge sample size. The Jags look pretty good with Nick Foles, you know, under center. DJ Turks turned into, you know, an absolute stud. Mm-hmm. We discussed that last week. Those are going to be two tough in-division games yeah. against the Jags. Texans, I'm going to give the Texans a win. I'm going to give the Saints a win. And the Panthers, I can't believe you put them over the Panthers. CMC. CMC, man. I haven't believed in the Panthers all <laughs> season long. Why do you think I'm going to change my mind right now? The, Come on, man. They have a good defense. They looked really bad against San Francisco. I get that. Kyle Allen, we're going to discuss him in a little bit. But if you have Christian McCaffrey touching the ball 25 times a game, most teams are going to have trouble with that. And most teams are going to lose yeah. to that. So that's the, the only thing I have. It, it comes down to the wild card. It's a crazy thing. No one in the AFC East has made the playoffs other than, obviously, New England. It, the Bills could. Oh yeah, that's, that's what I'm the, thinking. I'm thinking. I'm thinking the Bills. The, oh, I hate that. We have we have a we have we have a different second wild card team though. You have the Jags. I have the char. I think the I still believe in the Chargers. I, I'm like the, the Chargers I, look I, good, man. I, I feel I feel I feel dumb just keep going that I keep just believing in the Chargers every season, but I still think they can do it, and, and that's the prime reason why they looked really good against the Packers last week. See, I, I mean, it might be the Bills. That's and that's the thing. They there there hasn't been an easier schedule in football history. I swear <laughs> to God, this is the worst, man. It's not like they look unbelievable, too. It's still against the Redskins. Dwayne Haskins wasn't too bad in that game. 24-9. That's a terrible football team. You should be blowing them away. Bad franchise. But so we have the, the Browns. Lucky enough, I'll be able to report after the game because I'll, I'll be at this one in Cleveland. So hopefully it's not disgustingly bad. But Dolphins, that's a win. Broncos, that's gonna be a win. Like, this gets easy, but those final and the Jets are so bad, man. Cowboys, Ravens will be tough. Three of those four, three of those four games: Cowboys, Ravens, Pats. I think Steelers could be tough too. Maybe because it's in Pittsburgh too. That's true. Though on three of those four games are on the road. Those, those, could right. be, those could be tough games. We'll see how like how the Pats are feeling at the end of the season if they're ready to start resting guys. But man, if if you're the Cleveland Browns, you got to be looking in the mirror right now and saying we have a chance at a wild card. Because the Colts look hurt, obviously. No, I do believe in the Chargers a little bit. Philip Rivers hasn't been great this year, guys. He has not been that good this year. But who'd you say needs to look in the mirror here? Cleveland, the, the Cleveland man. Uh, two and six. Two. Well, the, their back half schedule is really uh, bad, so that's the only thing that might save them. And that team nine, looks nine aw- and seven that team looks awful. They look. Uh, they can't really figure. Freddie Kitchens bad. Freddie Kitchens is canned. It has to be. Yeah, that was a bad decision from day one. Oh yeah. I'm almost surprised he hasn't been already, and yeah. I know that's a huge mm. knee jerk reaction. But looking at the stats in Cleveland's first eight games this season versus last season, they've actually been worse this yeah. year than they were last year. Uh, man, I don't know. They got to make a change. I, maybe they don't want to press the panic button. Maybe Baker wants to keep him as coach. I can't figure it out, but if there was any time, it was going to be now, right? Oh, you, like he's going to last till the end of the season because you know they they've already waited this long. Well, you know, old Odell Beckham Jr. is already saying fire this guy because he's <laughs> so frustrated, and we know he beat Chris Harris on that final play, or not the final play, but you know the play that would have gotten Cleveland the lead there. And Baker goes into double coverage with Jarvis Landry over the middle. It, it just didn't really make sense to me. Now, how long was Hugh Jackson coaching the team last year? Did he get fired after week eight? I think it was week six. Uh, I'll double check that, but I think it was earlier than week eight. Wow. Yeah. <sighs> so the team was doing better with Greg. <laughs> Greg Williams than it was with Freddie Kitchens. Yeah, he's going to be, yeah, he'll be fired for sure. But 
I still believe in them a little bit. Okay. Just because I think Nick Chubb is uh, unbelievable. Right. And I think... Yeah, you're bang on. It was after eight. So that sample size, yeah, oh that my was God. Hugh wow. Jackson. Hugh Jackson's a better head coach than Freddie Kitchens. Hugh Jackson <laughs> had a better had better statistical success with a, worse with a worse roster than Kitchens has had in the first eight games this year. Jesus. Fire him now. That wow, Hugh okay. Jackson's the worst coach of all time. Oh, God. Oh, oh yeah. Fire yeah. me up. <laughs> All right, so uh, for some for some reason, I still believe in this team just because <laughs> of the talent and because their schedule is that bad. But, guys, if Crosby says the Panthers, I'm going to be pissed off. But give me someone who's the biggest pretender after week eight. The Panthers? No, I'm just joking. <laughs> oh, the Panthers. I, I mean, really, though, why do you – I really want to know why you believe so much in the Panthers. Because a few weeks ago, you were saying you don't even think Kyle Allen is their quarterback of the future, let alone the present. Like, you're always talking about this defense. I've never seen a dominant defense out of this team. Oh, they made – I was going to say, they made Ryan Tannehill look real bad. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty dominant. Uh, no, Carolina, I believe right now they're second or third in sacks in the NFL. And you look at, you know, that – Front seven is still not bad. You have one of the best middle linebackers in football, Luke Keekley. Uh Brian Burns would probably be third in defensive rookie of the year voting behind Bosa, Josh Allen. And then himself. And, and, yeah, them right there. Listen, man, this is an average defense. Like, they're uh, 19th in yards allowed per game. They're 26th against the rush, 21st in points, and they're 19th in third down percentage. What part of that defense screams to you, this is a good unit? Passing because I just looked and they've allowed one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, ninth least amount of passing yards per game. I call pretty good. I call bull because you say Green Bay's defense is terrible because they can't stop the run. Well, how come Green Bay's terrible when they have a good pass defense? But if it's Carolina, they're all good. Hey, buddy, your MVP wasn't too good last week and they were terrible. They were terrible against the run and they were terrible against the pass. And that was Phillip Rivers, who's below average right now. Okay, Carolina. Might be a playoff team. I, I believe in them because they have one of the best running backs in football. And, and Ron Rivera's a good coach. He's, he's not he's the best coach. Good, he's, he's a good, good coach. Good I'll coach. give you that. I do like Riverboat Ron. Sold. You sold me on that. <laughs> Just off the, <laughs> Just on the That's my one concession. That's the only concession I'm giving you. I, I don't mind their weapons. I think DJ Moore's coming, you know, eventually going to be a pretty solid receiver. Curtis Samuel's showing some signs here and there. Obviously, Greg Olson isn't the same guy, but. I, I just, it's hard to believe in Kyle Allen. That's the problem. And that, that's the thing. It was, so we'll get to that in a little bit. I, I, we don't know what the future of quarterback is going to be. I'd get rid of Cam. I, I think Bradshaw and I both want to see Will Greer. I, I, need, I, will, I will pound the table for Will Greer. You got me. I was. I was ready. I was listening to you guys just argue it out. You got me fired. I want to. I want to see Will Greer. Get yeah. him going. I'm excited. If Allen has a game like he did against San Francisco, maybe they'll say, "Hey, Will, get in there." Don't even need it. He can have a good game. Just throw Will Greer in there anyway. See so what he's doing exactly. So David, are the Panthers the biggest pretender still after Week Eight? To me, I think so. Honestly, looking at this <laughs> schedule, be but you know only because a lot of these teams I don't believe in the five and four Philadelphia Eagles would probably be my other choice. Only because the NFC East, their schedule and their competition this year, obviously within the division, is absolutely terrible. It's very similar to the Buffalo Bills. They've looked like world beaters, but they haven't really played anybody. So I'm out on the Philadelphia Eagles. If you don't want to hear me bash Carolina anymore. Is it too easy to say Buffalo? Oh, that was mine too. But yeah, yeah. go go in on Buffalo. Oh well, no, I'll, I'll try. I'll think I'll, the Rams as well. I've kind of I've kind of come nice. off the Rams a little bit as well. I know at the beginning of the year we were talking about uh, how I was one of the guys who still thought that they could win the division. 
they just haven't looked impressive at all. And I don't I don't know what I don't know what's going on there. They have all the talent in the world. They have a bunch of really good players. I still love Sean McVay as a coach. He's still maybe a top three coach for me in the NFL, but I I, I can't I don't think they're making the playoffs. No, no. I, I it's too hard. The NFC West is unreal, right? I, I like Seattle. Russell Wilson probably gonna win MVP unless you know, he was great against Tampa Bay. It's Tampa Bay, it's Tampa. so yeah, he should be doing that. Shouldn't be going to overtime though. No, uh, I, I'm going to say Buffalo as well. I do. I don't think LA's making the playoffs, no. but the thing is, Buffalo. I like the record, and I, that's the thing. How I'm not even considering them when we discussed this just a segment ago. I, oh, no one's coming out of the AFC East, and they probably will. Yeah. It's crazy. I don't believe in Josh Allen. I like Devin Singletary. If Frank Gore gets another care, I'm going to shoot my head off. Hey, whoa! Uh, whoa. But it's just, I can't handle it. He's I love old. Frank Gore. I love oh, Frank Gore. Why do you like Frank Gore? I just I mean like as as a as a whole like as a whole, whole career, NFL yeah. Hall of Famer I yeah, get yeah. it Devin Singletary yeah. should be getting majority of the carries should, yeah. every I time agree, I agree yeah uh, it just doesn't make sense to me and you look at you know their point differential plus twenty seven and they faced bad yeah. teams right you want to know their points four so clear their defense is good because they face bad competition mm-hmm. their offense they have scored less points than Tennessee the Giants the Jaguars the Steelers who haven't really had a quarterback all year. Oakland, like Arizona too, right? Arizona has got a really young quarterback in there. Like it's crazy yeah. how bad their offense is. I thought you were going to say the 49ers. You know what? I, I, I'm back on the 49ers. I, for a little okay. bit, I was like, ah, I don't know. I think Seattle's going to put. Man, that defense is unreal. That yeah. defense is crazy. Garoppolo is against Arizona. But yeah. I think that's going to give him a little bit of confidence moving it's, forward. But Sanders is helping too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that was a huge pickup. Yeah. That was an he absolutely really huge good. pickup. So, did Jimmy G play five games for the 49ers last season before he went out? No, he oh. played because they Less lost to the Vikings week one. So, what, when it, they made the trade, he was technically, you know, they won five games. And he was technically 5-0, and oh, goes 5-1 and one against the Vikings, and I think it was the next week against uh, LA yeah, towards ACL. It was around then, yeah. Man, what, what a story from him. And, and still, like you mentioned, I, you know, you're a believer. I'm not quite there yet. I'm totally in on mm. the defense. This is one of oh, the yeah. best oh, defenses yeah. in the league. I'm not quite there with this offense yet. I, I know that that wide receiver pickup for them, Sanders, is, has seemingly really helped out this team. I love George Kittle. For some reason, I'm not sold on Jimmy Garoppolo yet. And like people always say, it's just winning that matters. And no, all this guy no. does is win. But man, I, I don't know. I, I'm just not there. No, and that's fine. I think that's probably the one thing that scares everyone of this team. They're going to get healthy. They're going to get Kyle Juszczyk, you know, playing fullback and getting some catches as well because you know Kyle Shanahan is such an offensive-minded freak. Like, his plays are are absolutely insane. It is Jimmy G, but, David, I think you're going to go Saints 1 in the NFC. Who's number 2? Is it San Fran? Man, you're not going to like this at Shut all. Shut up. Don't even say I know. it. You're not, that's why I said you're not going to like this at all, but I still feel like Green Bay is <laughs> going to be right break. there, man. Really, I don't, know, <laughs> I don't know why. I've watched all their games this season, and I really like this team all <laughs> What did you like I from know. last week? <laughs> okay, last week was bad. I'll admit <laughs> that, but are you ready to write off the Vikings then since they lost to Matt Moore? No, 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 okay, I'm not. Well, then I, the Vikings that, are. Then, just like you don't judge a person off of their worst moment, you shouldn't judge a team off of their worst week either. I and don't, so, I'm I don't not think, out yet. David, I don't think the Vikings are the second best team in, in the NFC. I, I think San Fran's better. I'll say the Saints are better. Green Bay's right there with them, but. Ah, dude. Okay, I don't. I don't necessarily think they're going to finish in the second seed, 
But if I'm looking at a playoff bracket and I'm picking teams that I think are going to advance, I think it's the Saints and the Packers. I don't care where they finish one through six. I'm telling you who I think can win in the playoffs, and that's New Orleans and Green Bay. Well, here's what I think. I think if Green Bay faces off against San Francisco, Aaron Rodgers, oh, he's going to want to put it to the team he wanted to get drafted by, and Kyle Allen is going to take a plop right on his face. They're going to absolutely flatten that O-line who looked terrible against the Chargers. But guys, let's lighten up the mood. Let's go to winners and losers. Obviously getting a little heated, but a winner for me, someone we've just been doubting kind of the whole entire show, it's Kyle Allen because unfortunately Cam Newton, what you know, really fun player to watch. Mm-hmm. Oh, what, you know, one of the most exciting players in the NFL. Kyle Allen's going to have basically the whole full season to prove what he can do and you know, maybe he'll get a starting job out of it whether it's with Carolina or another team. Is he the best backup out there? No, I think we know he, right now he's in New Orleans, but I think this team might be able to get in the postseason. It's going to be seven or eight seed. They could get that six, depending, you know, who start, you know, who's a good team right now, who's going to start losing some games and it's going to flip flop. He's not, he's a little bit like Jimmy Garoppolo, where the defense, I know you said they're mediocre. They're okay. Let's just say they're okay. They have an okay offensive line. If your run game is that good and you have some weapons out there, they can make something work with that, right? They can turn him into that game manager who's going to help them out. He's a winner just because he's going to showcase his whole entire season and probably get some money out of it for sure. David, give me a winner. My winner is the Cincinnati Bengals, and it's probably going to be the only time all year yeah. we can call them a winner, but that's because the Miami Dolphins finally got their first win of the season, which put the bumbling Bengals in pole position to get that all-important number one pick. Not bad. Uh, well, I it, Yeah, we're not going to get into the Jets. I go, oh, they, they, they drive me nuts. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I'd like to see Cincinnati get that number one overall pick, and whether it's Tua, Herbert, Burrow, even if they, you know, they need a, a, a pass rusher, a run stopper, whether it's Chase Young, that would be really fun to see. Bradshaw, you got a winner? So I was excited with my fantasy roster to mm-hmm. get Deshaun Jackson back. I was like, oh, oh, here we go. I'm so happy to get Deshaun Jackson back. And then he leaves the game and it, find out he's on injured reserve. So the Eagles, they need receivers. And Nelson Aguilar, Mac Hollins, those guys aren't very good. So who do they who do they go to? Who is like if you're looking for a receiver, yeah. who are you going to go to? Well, we know who the Philadelphia Eagles are always going to turn to, and that's Jordan Matthews. He is back for his third stint with the Philadelphia Eagles. This guy just, he loves, Philadelphia loves him. The Eagles love this man. Howie Rosen, how, is it Howie Rosen? Is yeah. That, yeah, Howie Rosen and Doug Peterson. I, I, they just must have Jordan, Jordan Matthews' number on speed dial at this point. Like, they just keep bringing him back. Just keep like how I keep going back to the Chargers is how they keep going back to Jordan Matthews whenever they need a, a consistent receiver. You might not be very good anymore. Apparently he weighed in at two eighteen in his workout and looked pretty good, but I'll believe it when I see it. But this is I, he's my winner he, just because he's back in the NFL and he's the Eagles just keep going back to him. What's the issue <laughs> with, with Matthews? Because I, I see he's you know pretty big guy six three. He said he was two eighteen. He was unbelievable at Vanderbilt. And he had some moments here and there, but yeah, he's just been a roller coaster. Maybe yeah. maybe he's just a terrific locker room guy, and they just think he's he just helps them out a lot. He, he apparently knows. has some great chemistry with Carson Wentz too. Maybe that, maybe that yeah. too. He's just just a good guy. Yeah. But yeah, good for him. That is a, w- a winner. It's shocking to me. There's some receivers on teams, and they are awful. And then Jordan Matthews just wasn't in the league for a while. Hey, as the Vikings, 
even though he had his career day, which was a 51-yard day or whatever it was, I would put Jordan Matthews over Laquan Treadwell. Oh, poor Laquan Treadwell. Oh, come on. <laughs> I, I was shocked Josh Doxson was in the game. I was sitting with a Redskins buddy, and I go, man, doxson has got to be in there. He goes, you don't even want him in there. No. But whatever. No, I, I like the uh, Jordan Matthews pick, but I'll come right back to you, Bradshaw. You got a loser. Uh, so his so David's winner was the Cincinnati Bengals. My loser is the Miami Dolphins for mm. picking up that lone win of the season because you guys had it wrapped up. Yeah, you guys are the worst team in football. You're actively trying to lose, and then you actually went out and won a game because apparently there's a team worse than you in the NFL, and it's the New York Jets. But I, I did like that after they lost that game. They're like, oh well, Mark Walton suspended now. <laughs> Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure Preston Williams actually did tear his ACL, but and then oh, they put Xavier Howard a, a couple weeks ago. They put him on uh, IR just because his knee hurt a little bit. Oh, it wasn't God, torn or anything; man. it just hurt. So you know, uh, this is like the most aggressive form of tanking yeah. I can think. Aside from maybe benching Andy Dalton for Ryan Finley, I, I, I wonder if if Miami they have so many holes on this team. They just say, hey, if we get one of the top three picks, <laughs> we're gonna get someone who's gonna hopefully change this franchise. Where if just you look at Cincinnati, available. they're Biggest hole is, is probably quarterback, yeah. right? And their O line. Oh, their O line's awful. Their O lines. Uh, have they drafted O line in the first round of the last two years, and nothing's been changed? I can't think of anything off the top of my head. I think they draft Billy Price, and then the uh, oh, he's been injured. The Alabama guy, Jonah Williams. Yeah. they took him. Yeah, he's been out. I think he was out all year. But yeah, uh, <laughs> Cincinnati a winner in uh, Miami. That is a pretty good loser. But uh, David, coming to you, give me a loser. Oh, this makes me really sad, boys. When you have a take one week later, it's already stale. Gardner <laughs> Minshew, he, yeah. he's the loser, man. He completed just 27 of 47 passes in London for 309 yards, which doesn't sound too bad. 300 yards. Oh, wait, he had no touchdowns and two interceptions. Two interceptions. The team scored three points. They got absolutely embarrassed. By the time Minshew left London and came back stateside, he'd already lost his job to Nick Foles. Man, I I feel bad for him because there's so many worse quarterbacks, a few of whom we just mentioned in the last few minutes, and Minshew's going to be learning from the bench. So obviously he's not your offensive rookie of the year anymore, right, David? Well, unless Foles goes out and breaks his (laughs) collarbone again, I think uh, that ship may have sailed, but anything's possible in the NFL. You know, obviously it was a great story, and... Like Kyle Allen, I think either way, someone would love to have him as a backup. He'll probably stay in Jacksonville. They love the guy, right? But he was so bad in that game, and he just made some really poor decisions, too. And you don't really see too many rookie mistakes from him early on. He looked like a rookie um, in that game. Uh, For me, a loser, maybe it's going to come back to haunt me, Bill Belichick. And the reason for that, they, they oh they could have gone perfect yeah no Baltimore made them that defense look pretty bad and the thing is man I, I think Bill struggles with run, like running quarterbacks and I think we we've seen that a little bit too in that you know remember that Steve Smith Akeem Talib Bevo mm-hmm. Ice Up Son yeah Cam Newton was terrific in that game if you don't remember that one and Lamar Jackson's better at running than Cam Newton is. They prepared, could have prepared for that game. They knew they were going to run the ball. And obviously it's different. Baltimore had two weeks to prepare for that game. When it comes to playoff team, time, I think in the AFC Championship, it's going to be the Ravens and the New England Patriots. Mm. And how is Bill Belichick going to prepare for that game? Because Harbaugh's a great coach as well. One of the best coaches in football. Man. And that's the thing. I just don't know how you're going to defend this team. And he put up with you know dealing with so many bad quarterbacks week in and week out. This guy's going to be tormenting you for years, right? That's how good this guy is. So a 
a little bit of a loser, not a huge loser, not like Gardner Minshew. Like, I just think it's almost like a, a scariness to uh, <laughs> Belichick's situation. But, guys, we'll move on to the best part of the show, studs, studs, sleepers, all the fantasy advice. I don't even remember what we had last week. I, But either way, I don't think it was good. It's been pretty bad <laughs> the last couple times. Uh, whether I'm, I'm even trying to think who my stud was. I think I had Larry Fitz. Oh, you know who it was? Stud, Tevin Coleman. Oh. And that, someone said in an injury report, Matt Breida wasn't playing. So who, <laughs> whoever made that injury report, brutal. Because it upset me. Tevin Coleman didn't really have a good game. But either way, uh, Bratcher, you can get me started. Someone who's going to light it up come Sunday or Thursday or Monday. Give me Devontae Adams. I love nice. Devontae. He's one of my favorite receivers in the NFL. And I think he kind of got back on track last week, come back from his injury. He had seven catches, but it was a blowout game. Mm-hmm. They were getting kind of they were getting killed. They couldn't really get anything going on offense. I think you'll see them pick it back up against this, this week against the Panthers. Not because the Panthers are a, a terrible defense. We've gone through this the whole show now. But I think it's good just because I think Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams are kind of pissed off after last week. I think Adams is going to have a big week. Well, to me, it's kind of weird when Devontae Adams wasn't playing, the offense looked better. Mm-hmm. And when he's in, maybe it's just Rodgers in that game, yeah. was just trying to target him and say, hey, let's get him, feed him the ball, feed him the ball, feed him the ball, and the Chargers were sniffing it out for a bit. But no, Devontae Adams, I, I like him as well. He's definitely in that probably top five, top six range of wide receivers. Love the pick, Bradshaw. Crosby, who do you got? You know, this guy is my Jordan Matthews, and it's <laughs> Melvin Ingram, baby. He's taken on the Bengals. He's worked for me every single week. Mark Ingram, uh, Mark Ingram. Mark Ingram, oh my God, Melvin Ingram. You were thinking Wait, of uh, Melvin, me, Melvin Ingram get- haunting Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> I'm, getting, I'm getting so excited about my pick, I'm, I'm just saying his name wrong, and so I guess he's not my Jordan Matthews if I don't even know his name, right? But, you know, I, I think he's going to have a field day there, and God... I wanted to pick Aaron Jones so bad just yeah, to just to crap all over uh, Carolina one more time, but <laughs> I'll stick with my guns here. No, I'm Mark Ingram. I I feel bad because it's almost like every Survivor League you kind of pick whoever's facing Miami, whoever's facing Washington, whoever's facing Cincinnati, and if you're picking a really good running back, it's whoever's facing Cincinnati. That's how bad this run yeah. defense is. Uh, for me, I'm going to go Keenan Allen on the Chargers. He hasn't really had a big game since week three. The Raiders are the worst pass defense in football. We saw what Matt Stafford did to them last week, even though the Raiders came away with a victory. If I can just touch on that, that, that play to win the game for the Lions, that was an awful play. Why are you throwing to Logan Thomas? Mm. Why don't you let Galladay or Marvin Jones do, do a jump the ball or fade? Raiders called the timeout, too. Yeah. The Raiders like, called the timeout. You had an extra time to prepare, <laughs> and you came up with that? Yeah, that's your game-winning play. That's bad, man. Hey, but former West Virginia Mountaineer Carl Joseph broke it up in the end zone. Yeah, yeah. No, good. yeah. obviously a good player. Who's the OC in Detroit? Is it still Jim Bob Cooter? Oh no, I don't think so. <laughs> I I'd love it. it. I would love that, but I don't think I think they I think they let him go. Ah, oh, devastating. What that's one of the best yeah. names in football. Oh, yeah. <laughs> for sure. Either way, Oakland's pass defense really bad. Keenan Allen, I think he's going to bounce back. Um I'm expecting pro- I think he'll get over 100 yards this week. It, it, maybe he'll find the end zone. We'll see what happens. It's a Thursday night game, but he kind of lights it up on those uh, primetime games. Yeah, that's Daryl Bevel uh, is the offensive coordinator for the Lions, which is obviously why they love the run so much. Fire up Ty Johnson, guys. (laughs) All right, guys, I'll come up with you uh, with a dud. So 
this guy we've crapped on all year long, and he's going to disappoint you again, regardless. It's Devonta Freeman, the Atlanta yeah. Falcons running back. He's facing the Saints. They're fourth against the run in the NFL. He's been terrible all year. We know this. He hasn't hit over 100 yards. I don't think he has a rushing touchdown this year either, so that's really bad. That's mm-hmm. a stinker. If you have him in your lineup, take him out. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. Yeah, and you know what? My sleeper, or excuse me, my dud. Boy, I'm really fumbling today, boys. <laughs> Maybe I should have left with Jeff earlier before the show. <laughs> my dud for this one, and I hate to do this because you know I got a soft spot for this team, is Tyrell Williams of the Oakland oh, yeah. Raiders. He had his touchdown streak snapped last week, and we saw Josh Jacobs is the man now in Oakland. I think they're going full-on run, and Williams, I think he'll have another flop this week. Yeah, he kind of hurt me a little bit in fantasy. Uh, I I don't even know how many catches he had. I know he had a decent one for over 20 yards. And uh, either way, I got crushed in fantasy. It didn't even matter. Thanks to Aaron <laughs> Rodgers. All right, Bradshaw, who do you got as this uh, dud? Uh, speaking of fumbling, guy who's been had some fumbling issues this year, Chris Carson going mm. against that vaunted 49ers defense. He had, Chris Carson had a great season, but you're going against the 49ers defense. And I think they're going to be looking to stop Chris Carson. At least because at least, with how, how much the Seahawks yeah. love to run the ball, I think they're going to be looking to shut that down in the – Fortnite's are pretty good against the run, so I, I'm gonna go with Chris Carson. Is that the Monday Nighter? Uh, I believe it is. Yeah. Oh, that'll be. That fun. is a good Monday Nighter. Yeah. That'll good be a good really Sunday fun. and Monday Nighter this week. Who's su- Sunday? Oh my you guys, God! It's you guys, come on now. So I'm not because I'm obviously I'm watching a, a game. I'm not gonna be able to watch that one. Obviously, I'm in a car. Um, if unless I want to put my roaming bill through the roof, Just I, do I, it. yeah, <laughs> toss on the zone. Um, shout out to zone, but <laughs> yeah, it, it's just. Yeah, and Chris Carson, too. And I saw a number as well. The Bucks. we've talked about their rush defense. Their rush defense has been one of the best in mm-hmm. football. Chris Carson was the first player this year to crack over 75 yards. On wow. Isn't that pretty wild? Yeah, he, he's been really good this year. He's I, I love watching Chris Carson run. He's just aggressive. He's angry. But you're right. He does fumble. I don't think he did that in the first couple of years. And this year, it's no. been really bad. Yeah, he fumbled twice last week, I believe. He recovered one, but yeah. he lost the other. Yeah, that's going to be tough. Yeah, 49ers. I think the 49ers will handle... Um, the Seahawks, it depends on what Russell Wilson can uh, conjure do. up. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but uh, I guess I'll start with a sleeper. Why not? You know, you talk about your Raiders. I've got a Raider myself, and it's a running back. It's not Josh Jacobs, obviously. How about the backup? Owning in 3% of leagues, Jalen Rashard. I loved this guy, and I picked mm-hmm. him up a few times. This isn't one of the sleepers where I have no idea that he's even available in the league, and I just pick <laughs> up. I've owned this guy in a few leagues over the past couple of years if my running back gets injured because he gets so many catches. And since, you know, over the last two seasons, he's 10th in receptions amongst running backs. That's for a backup, right? So that's pretty good numbers. Last week, six touches, 68 yards against Detroit. Detroit's defense has played really bad recently. The Chargers have a really good pass defense. Well, not really good. We'll say top 12. They're not as good on the run. So we know Josh Jacobs is going to get those touches. Oakland's fighting for that playoff spot, right? So if it's, hey, run Josh Jacobs no matter what it is to try and get this win, sure. If they get get a lead, Jalen Rashard is going to get those catches, and he's going to you know get a couple carries as well. I like Jalen Rashard this week. David, who do you got? Another running back, and it's Kalen Balage, 31% oh, no. of. And I'll <laughs> oh, tell, no. I'll tell you what. Oh, no. He is Bad. the running back by default. So, <laughs> yeah, maybe you should be a little bit scared, but that's why he's 31% owned. Like, how many potential lead running backs are under 50% yeah. owned right now? If he's out there, go out, scoop him, and say 10 Hail Marys before you uh, set your lineup. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm looking up right now. 
the Dolphins depth chart at running back? Because we oh, I I can kind of I kind of know I know that I know two names on there for sure. Well, I know Belage. I know Miles Gaskins on there as well. Oh my God, he was a good player in <laughs> in college too. There's someone else because I've been reading all the little blurbs on Yahoo because I had Mark Walton and now I have Kalen Balage, so I kind of know the uh, the Dolphins running back situation this, more this, than I should. This guy looks more like a fullback, but I, I, I can't believe I'm just going based off looks. Patrick Laird. Oh, Patrick Laird. Yeah, that's the other one. Yeah, so it was he, actually kind of funny when they put out the little blurb for Mark Walton and they were <laughs> they were going, it was like advice uh, now and then they were like talking going into leading into Kalen Balage and it's like. And now the Dolphins are going to be leading with, and then in uh, little in parentheses, throws up in mouth, Kalen Balage. <laughs> so clearly, whoever is at Roto World doesn't have too much love for Kalen Balage. Well, we'll see what Kalen Balage can do. I know Mark Walton was a sleeper for uh, one of you guys last week, and I know a lot Me. of people started uh, him in fantasy, and he put up a dud. Uh, Bradshaw, who's a sleeper for you this week? He's not necessarily a sleeper because he's 66 or something percent owned, okay. but just because he's been so bad this year. And mostly this is just I want him. I need him to do really well in one of my leagues. Okay, Robbie Anderson. Good yeah. lord, just throw him. At least throw him the ball. Just ru- just huck it deep to him. That's what he does best. He he's a deep ball threat. Just huck it, Sam. Just throw it, throw it deep to Robbie Anderson a few times. It's the Giants. I'm sure you can. I'm sure you can come down with a couple catches. Please just do something. Yeah, they have a really bad secondary, and I've crapped on Robbie Anderson a few times. Well, when I'm obviously continuing the crap on Sam Darnold, but. It's just, I, I made, and I felt so dumb after I did it, but I was like, oh, maybe there's a bright spot to it. I traded Josh Jacobs, and whatever, oh. my, my last pick or whatever it was, and Robbie Anderson for a third round pick. So it's a it's a keeper league. Obviously, Josh Jacobs would have been nice. Josh Jacobs in a keeper league? I, I got Michael Thomas. I got Nick Chubb. I now have David Montgomery, who looks pretty good the last couple weeks. So I, I'd rather have oh, Jacobs over Montgomery, though. Yeah, but then again, I get another, <laughs> I get a third rounder, so not too bad. But Robbie Anderson, because it, it, it was after the Cowboys game, I go, whoa. All right, now he's getting a couple looks now. He's been bad. He's been really bad. He has. All right, guys, before we head out, let's discuss it quickly. I I can't believe I forgot. The Sunday Nighter, David Crosby's Dallas Cowboys. I know a few weeks ago you'll all probably play this back where I said I was out. I'm never going to believe again as long as Mm -hmm. they keep this disaster of a head coach here. (laughs) Man, that Dolphins last though loss though this week, it made me believe just a little bit that Zeke might be able to steal one here for the Cowboys. I am excited for this Sunday nighter. This would be their first actual good win that they could be proud of this season. So uh, I'm hopeful, man. I'm hopeful. Well, when you look at Minnesota, it's been a weird year. And the thing is, shout out Kirk Cousins because he had a good game last week. You know, completion percentage, not so much. When it comes down in the fourth quarter, there were a couple moments where I wish he had more time in the pocket, but clearly he didn't. By three touchdowns, and it's got to be the defense. The defense really has to turn around because Matt Moore and – Mike Zimmer, why are you not double covering one of the most dangerous, not one of the, it's weird to say this because I know Tyreek Hill, I know a lot of you guys have him as a top five. I don't just because I think he's, I don't have him top five. He's one of the most dangerous receivers. He's not one of the, one of the best receivers. I know it's, but hard to differentiate when you think of, you know, like a Deshaun Jackson was never one of the best, but man, deep ball, or if he gets a a one-on-one and he's running a fly, see you later. So, and you're only single covering. I mean, it didn't make sense to me allowing the freaky 91-yard rushing touchdown. Stuff like that's going to happen. Dallas is a pretty good defense. 
And, and the only time they really looked, I love that defense. When they looked really bad was the Jets game, and it was because a freaky 92-yard receiving touchdown, Robbie Anderson. So I think it's going to be a pretty even match. Is is it in uh, at Jerry's World? I think it's in Dallas. Oh, this is something we should know. Uh, is it not? I'm is not it? sure. I'm, I'm pulling it. I'm pulling. I'm checking right now. I'm gonna check. I, but I, have a, I think I have a couple questions for you guys at least because it's okay. Your, it's your team, so it is in Dallas. Dallas three point favorite. Okay, perfect. So, Nolan, how do you feel? Like you were kind of mentioning it here with Kirk Cousins having coming off a, a pretty yep. good game. How confident are you with him going up against the Cowboys defense? I love that defense a lot. Yeah, they're good. They're so athletic. They're so fast. How do you like? How are you like? Because you've been he's had a very roller coaster mm-hmm. season. What kind of what Kirk are we getting this week? Average. Average. Kirk? And, and the thing is. You're probably going to get an average Dalvin Cook, too. And the reason for that is because that run defense looks really good against Saquon Barkley. And this season, I, I think as a whole, Saquon's probably a better running back. And I think right. most of you guys would agree this season, Saquon's been injured. But Dalvin Cook has been the better running back. They'll keep him in check. And he got kept in check by you know Kansas City defense, who's not really known for the run. And they yeah. really scripted a good game for him. Kirk is going to have to make some big throws. Is Adam Thielen out? That hurts. Yeah. If you have a BC Johnson and Stephon Diggs coming off a four, you know, yard game or whatever it was, that's going to be real. If you have Laquan Treadwell as your third receiver, give me a damn break. Like that, that <laughs> that'll be ugly. So it's almost how much time can you hold off Demarcus Lawrence? How many times is your tight ends going to get open? You know, is Van Der Esch out? He's probably out again, right? I think he is. Yeah. Okay. Sean so, Lee had a really nice game. Yeah, obviously, Sean Lee's like Sean Lee's the best backup linebacker yeah. in, in football. Obviously, so we'll see what happens. I think what Minnesota is going to adjust for sure. Their defense is going to turn it around because they're really good at stopping the run. Obviously, the Damian Williams, like I mentioned, obviously freaky play. Zeke's one of the best running backs in football. I think they can hold him in check. And when was the last time these guys faced off? I think it was it was the year where Dallas was uh, one one loss or undefeated. What did, what were they fourteen or two? That was a big year. I think it was that year, and Minnesota was going to win the game, and Des Bryant made a big catch, and obviously, I, well, I, I bet it was Trey Wayne's in coverage. Give me a break. I think he allowed all 143 yards to Tyreek Hill. So, God, I really like Michael Bennett last week, too, for the Cowboys. Yeah, yeah, that was obviously really a good, good. pick. How yeah. much did they, was it a seventh they traded for him? I don't remember off it the top of It was a seventh. It was seventh. Okay. I think it was conditional. It may be a sixth if he plays a certain number oh, of okay. snaps or games, but, uh, yeah, it was a seventh. Now, what about Dallas? What do you, you know, what do you think in uh, moving forward? Obviously, you said yeah, they haven't really had a really good win. Dak, they got off to that bad start. So, if it right out of the gates, hey, if Dalvin Cook whoop goes for a little see you later. Yeah, that that pissed me off. I, I got to be honest. When you're playing the Giants on Monday night and they're clearly totally unprepared, that, yeah. that interception from Dak that was bad. aiming at Cooper, no matter what angle you looked at that from, I have absolutely no idea what he saw if he just looked through the defender because I think even if there was nobody there that ball might not have even reached Cooper's knees like that was a terrible throw a sloppy game from Mm -hmm. both teams as well like you would have thought if Dallas was going to come out and look really good in one game it was going to be that game and I, I don't know that makes me a little nervous but talking about Adam Thielen I think that is possibly the biggest X factor mm. in this game. Yeah. I know Van Der Esch is really great. I'm expecting him not to play. I don't think there's a huge drop-off when you put Sean Lee in there for a game or two. It, it changes a little bit if you're looking at the last half of the season for the outlook for this Dallas defense, but 
man, if Adam Thielen is out, I think Jones will do a pretty good job on Diggs, and that makes me think they can key in on Dalvin Cook. So, I mean, we'll see. I, I think you could you could realistically see an absolute trash game from Dallas where they get run over or a game where they, you know, this offense that is somehow number one ranked offense in the league looks good after, like like they did after Dak threw that terrible interception. I, I don't even know what to expect with this mm-hmm. team anymore. I'm afraid to say it, but they're becoming the Tennessee Titans of the NFC right now, man. Like it, it is, it is so frustrating. Yeah. To, to get your expectations up for a team as talented as Dallas is. Yeah. They're not the best team, but they have, have a they a damn top. sure have a top top six roster. I, I think they, that's oh, for hard. Sure. I yeah. think that's hard to argue. And man, inconsistency, it it's so frustrating. Isn't it wild? He's more frustrated coming off a win than yeah. I am where losing the Kansas City on the road when you against lost a on a game winning field goal. Against a backup too, but it's just it's and obviously, yeah. I'm a diehard. If they win by one point against a crap team, I'd be pissed off, too. Obviously, it wasn't one point. It ended up being a blowout. But you know what, though? Watching Miami beat the Jets, it just— That's bad, it, yeah. Like, that yeah. was like another—that was like a second loss to the Jets for me. It's like, how did you possibly <laughs> lose to this team, man? Like, there, there's absolutely no excuse hmm. for a team like Dallas to lose to a bottom feeder like that. There just isn't, and— yeah, I, I don't know. Frustrating. We'll obviously see what happens in, in this game. I think it's going to be a good one. I don't think we're going to get a stinker. I think it's two teams who have obviously Super Bowl aspirations yeah. and have really talented rosters. So I think we'll get a, quite the clash. Uh, maybe I'll snag $10 from Crosby if the Vikings win, or I guess I won't <laughs> owe him for that time. Odell Beckham put up 52 yards on the Patriots when I said they were going to hold him under 50 yards. Wow. But uh, before we move on, guys, let's go real quick. Thursday night football, Chargers, Raiders, the Chargers are one-point favorites going on the road. Who do you got? You know I'm sticking with the Raiders, man. Oh, yeah. If I took them to start the season, I can't give up on it now. And I know you guys were impressed with the Chargers last week. Obviously, they finally seem to have figured out their running back tandem again. I don't know why it took them so long to get that working. I'm not a believer in the Chargers. I think Oakland's going to pull this one out and move above 500. I am a believer in the Chargers, so mm-hmm. I'm picking the Chargers. That defense is incredible. I love both Joey Bosa and Melvin Ingram a lot. So I'm going to go with the Chargers. I think I, I'm sticking with them. So I guess I get to make the decision here. I like both teams. I used to hate on John Gruden. He's coached a pretty good year this year. The Chargers look like they're back, though. I'll say Raiders just because oh. they're at the black hole, and Josh Jacobs has been a uh, you know one of the best rookies and one of the best running backs yeah. in football. But guys, that will be it for us once again for Pick Six. I'm Nolan. He's Bradshaw. That's David. Thank you for tuning in. Go Cowboys.